broadcasting live from the Zimmer Communications World Headquarters. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Get ready, pal. Here's your host, Randy Tobler. 808 as we wind down the week here on a feel-good Friday. Hope you're wearing your red. The red is part of the KC logo. Red is, of course, we wear that uh, to remember those who are deployed because... Um, remember everyone deployed, R-E-D. Remember those deployed. And um, <laughs> should, I, should I snitch on Ashley about the last time oh. she hung out with us? Yeah. Uh, I brought my red. red. I brought my red. red. Oh, I'll have it on. Okay. Got it. But uh, <laughs> the last time Ashley was in studio with us, uh, I don't know if she was fully awake yet. Um, and we were talking about Red Fridays. And the fact that Randy, on that particular Friday, had not worn red. No, no. He had it in and, and Ashley goes, it's for Remember Everyone Deported. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> it was so early. We were not even on air yet. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I did not mean deported. I meant deployed. <laughs> been listening to Donald Trump too much. Oh, yeah. Oh, my and I don't even think you caught that you said it until I looked at you and was like, What'd you say? I was like, I'm really tired. It's been a really long week. It's 5.30 in the morning. <laughs> that has stuck with me. I think oh, that is so funny. Everyone. So remember everyone deployed. Yeah, and sadly, it's been brought home to us recently with the death of those uh, those three in the drone attack, three service members, and what, 40, I think. The, the number kept rising, but I think it stopped at 40, severely injured in that attack. You know, on Wednesday, they killed a, uh, there was a targeted drone attack at an Iraqi uh, official and um, wondering whether there was going to be counterattacks. We still really haven't seen a just a full-throated, I mean, all-out attack to really just put an end to all of the, the, the Iranian proxy attacks around the region. Um, it's been a little quiet on the reporting front there, but I don't know if they have anything planned more. We keep waiting for, like, the final shoe to drop in our response. We were talking a little bit about the, uh, about the Super Bowl and, and, you know, your favorite eats. Uh, how about the drinks? Uh, you know, there's been a move towards, uh, especially I think younger people are mm-hmm. getting into mocktails mm-hmm. rather than cocktails. Yeah. W- what does that mean, Hannah? Are you, you're a younger person. What are you drinking? <laughs> mo- you bringing mocktails these days? Um, I've never officially called it a mocktail. Yeah. I guess, but if we're going to a social gathering and I know that I don't want to drink, yeah, I might bring like a Sonic drink or. You know, my little flavored water packets, something that's not just regular water. Mm-hmm. That way I still feel like I'm getting to drink something that's semi-interesting without mm-hmm. partaking in alcohol. I've done that before. Huh. I was looking at online, non-alcoholic margarita, uh, lime juice, orange juice, agave syrup, kosher salt, kosher salt, <laughs> uh, ice cubes. So it's basically a... I mean, it's all just, it's it's the, the mixers without the booze. It's, the right? whole thing yeah. is just mi- like being able to still have a fun little fruity drink if you want one mm-hmm. without putting alcohol in it. Now, Ashley, aren't you afraid that that might be a lot of sugar substitution? It's a lot of sugar. But you can get like the skinny ones with the light sugar. Oh, yeah. I know Randy, Randy loves it when I have my uh, flavored <laughs> drink packets mm-hmm. in the studio. Because, you know, they're all artificially sweetened. Yeah. But it helps me get my water in. And but that's, it's not good for your microbiome. You don't believe yeah. me. You don't trust the old boy. I know. Okay, no, Dr. Ashley. It doesn't I, count if it's not straight water. If I believe it, Randy. it doesn't count. I believe Randy. It's just I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, Water is so important. Straight water. Straight yeah. water. No flavor in it. Straight yeah, I water. Bet, I bet you don't have any patience to say 
to you. Yes, I know. I agree with what you're saying, but I don't like that. I don't want to do that. Every day. Every day. Hannah's the only patient in the world that would ever say that, right? It's it's a conundrum. It's hard. It is hard. But I think a lot of times, uh, we in the medical profession, we overwhelm people with like, okay, you're you're here at point A. Mm -hmm. You you probably need to be at point D. Mm -hmm. Can you be there tomorrow? I don't do that. I I think we baby steps. But a lot of times you only have a little time with patients, you know? You do. And that's why I don't do that anymore in the insurance business. I know that you take time to spend time with people. But a lot of people are providing medical care in the grind where it's like you got a seven-minute appointment, bang, bang, bang. And so it's all this quick, hey, do this, not that, do this, not that. I'll see you in three months. And um, instead of like, well, what can you do in the next Mm -hmm. month? Just a little Give change. Give one thing. Yeah. Like one exercise or the 25% rule. Give it a 25% of the crap right now and yeah. then we'll move to the next step. Yeah. I know my, my doctor's trying to get me to sleep more. Uh-huh. Go figure. Weird. And I'm like, I just have such a hard time, you know, falling asleep at a decent time. Because yeah. you drink those energy drinks. Not, okay. <laughs> only okay. only in the morning and uh-huh. occasionally around lunchtime. Throwing off your adrenals. I know how to get thyroid. John, I know how to get Hannah more sleep. Why don't we on Monday, and maybe every day, uh, starting off at the top of the show, why don't we do some... European history, going back to the medieval days. You know, just yeah, cover we, a little history. and We could get Senator Eigel to come in and read some stuff. Right. <laughs> Hannah will go to sleep then. Oh. Knowing my luck, I'd fall asleep on the button that turns your microphone on and we'd be off air. We have to treat you like our children, Hannah, where we yeah. start dimming the lights till about 30 minutes before yeah. and soft music and get rid of your phone and your blue light and your electronics. And Yeah, I my, my doctor's like, okay, well, how about just by nine o'clock you try to be in bed i'm like okay and i maybe successfully do that twice a week Mm. it's not good maybe you can listen to classical music like one day you're 23 acting cool and then you're 40 listening to instrumental music (laughs) (laughs) i could bring in some uh some my mix of dion warwick tunes for you kenny g what yep. about melatonin? Does that work like people think it does, or not, is it a placebo? No, not, not unless Only you have if a you're deficiency. in daycare. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Goodness. Oh, John. Ooh. A little dark now. humor from John Marsh this morning. Okay. Um, what are you doing in late September, Dr. Ashley? Oh, I don't know. Would you like to go to Switzerland? Yes. Helene and I yes, are going? Yes. You, I've been watching this. Be, I think it's, it's going to go? be fun, yeah. yeah. What are the dates on that? See, I... I I've been there, but I wasn't there long enough. We spent like a day and a half or two there, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe two days, I guess. But we had such a charming time. I just have to go back. And You're so doing we're going to do show that. live? Colette uh, Travel is going to take uh, a bunch of folks from the Eagle and from um, Clear 99. Scotty Cox mm-hmm. is going to go. Mm-hmm. And um, it's going to be a great time. We'd like you to come and learn about what's going to happen. It's a 10 day tour uh, starting in Bern, Switzerland, and then traveling. Uh, that's a hub. And then going to. Um, little bit in austria and a little bit in bavaria you know southern germany going to go to a castle Mm -hmm. and um it'll be a lot of fun so switzerland austria and bavaria with uh, me and scotty and the whole gang and you know we'll probably be talking a lot about uh, swiss mocktails no swiss cocktails (laughs) do you know absinthe is big in switzerland what is absinthe it's a it's a uh, makes the heart grow fun. It's an aperitif. John's had this lisp yeah. for a while. Yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, it's uh, it's an aperitif, or you can add it to certain drinks. Uh, and, it's an aperitif. Yeah, you don't know what that is, do you? No, yeah, well, like a cordial. A cordial, yes. 
It's a green. It's a green drink. What is that? It's a green drink first prepared in 1792 by the French physician Pierre Ordinat. He knew Mitterrand. Mm -hmm. Who knew Biden? And uh, a favorite of Western European Bohemians. They used to call it the Green Fairy. Yeah, and it's a high alcohol uh, beverage. It gets its uh, aroma and taste from wormwood. You know wormwood. Wormwood, yeah. Wormwood in the right amount can be helpful, right? Very helpful. As an herbal. Very helpful. Um, So it's called uh, the Green Fairy. was banned in many countries because it was accused of having hallucinogenic properties and brain damage. Hey, we're going to have fun when we get back from Switzerland. <laughs> it can't be any worse, right? Oh man, she's just—I'm telling you. Well, no, okay. no, 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 I didn't. Schnapps. Everyone knows what schnapps are, right? Like peach and cure, um, which is another. Uh, these are all very aromatic, aromatic drinks. I'm not cultured enough to know what any of this stuff is. Well, but I'm telling you, the ultimate though, when you visit Switzerland, I mean, the cheese there is just to is die it for. It is. Un- we visited. Uh, we visited a cheese factory. And where they make Swiss cheese. That is my favorite, just hands down favorite cheese. How about you? No, I hate Swiss cheese. Nope. Hannah? Uh, Not a fan. Sorry, Doc. Yeah. John? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. See? (laughs) I feel like half the time, John just agrees because he knows Randy's going to get upset if no No, one I'm not going to get upset. I'm just looking for a little support. Just a little support. I like Swiss cheese. Yeah, Swiss is great. I'm more of like a cheddar. Dip it in your absinthe. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I love about Swiss cheese? It's holy. When you eat it, it's a very spiritual, I always feel very spiritual and very, my faith grows. Because Why would that be, doctor? Because it's holy. Ashley beat you to the punch. <laughs> you, you, that was a, thank you, John. That was a, that was a hanging curveball. That was All just about a, the timing. Hanging curveball. <laughs> you knew that was coming, I didn't you? Yeah. Well, I mean, she beat you to it. She, yeah. beat, she took your punchline. I, I did. Sorry. It wasn't very nice of you, but that's okay. We'll have you back. Hey, I've enjoyed having you co-host. This That'd be good. Yeah, morning. we'll do that again. Hey, you want to tell us when that informational meeting is? Yeah, let's yeah. do that. So there's an informational meeting <laughs> February. <laughs> See, I get sidetracked because I got talking about absinthe. So look, if you want to learn more about this, February 27th, February 27th, 530 here on Lamone Industrial. Uh, right, it's basically 63 and, Will and there Grindstone. Will you know? I don't know if there'll be mocktails. I'm going to see if I can get Helene to maybe bring a little fondue. Yeah, we love Swiss, Swiss cheese. Well, you don't like Swiss cheese, so I don't you're not like, going to eat it. I don't like Swiss cheese. You don't like the, the, the Swiss cheese fondue? No. Do you like oil fondue where you, you know, you put chicken and... I, I don't mind that. Yeah. Yeah. There was a place called in St. Louis called the Melting Pot. Oh, the it, Melting Pot's yeah. so good. I think there's a chain, right? It is yeah, a chain. Yeah, it's, it's in good. Kansas City, too. So you like that kind of fondue? I do. I just yeah. don't like cold Swiss cheese. Well, you don't eat Swiss cheese cold. You let it sit out. You let it get a little, like warm little beads of oil. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I just don't get it. What is it that about you don't appreciate the finer things in life, which is Swiss cheese at room temperature? I don't like any cheese at room temperature. That's the way it's like supposed it, to be. I like it cold. <laughs> That's a American thing there. It's, it's a American thing. It's hot. It's not warm. I don't know. February 27th at 5.30. Uh, RSVP on either kws.com, 939theeagle.com, and come out and say hi. And that way you'll have your seat reserved and you can learn about it. It's going to be a blast. It's going to be a lot of fun. If you want to extend the trip, you can do that for three days. Hannah, I'm thinking seriously of asking you for that PTO time. See if I can do that. Mm. Yeah? To go, yeah? Denied. No? I don't know. We'll have to ask. Okay. You've been kind of mean lately. No, I've been wearing... Re- I've been trying to be a compliant <laughs> host. I'm wearing... I went... I figured out in the depths, in the depths of a box at the farm, 
in the back of the barn. I dug and dug and dug till I found my red sweater just well, for you. Well, you know, if you weren't such a hoarder, you wouldn't have to look so hard. <laughs> he's a saver. Well, he's got a farm. He's a saver. Well, we True. were moving. It's all part of the moving experience. Uh, it was a moving experience. Yeah. All, right. all the things you found that you'd save. Oh, You're it's like, oh my great. gosh, look at this. I know. I didn't know just, I had this. It's opened up a whole new world. Yeah. All right. Hey, thanks for being here. Thanks for we having appreciate me. appreciate it. All right. Have a great weekend. All right, guys. Uh, when we come back, we'll uh, cover the market, see how that looks ahead of uh, of the Super Bowl weekend. I don't know how that's going to influence. Maybe people are happy and investing and driving the price up. We'll let you know what the futures look like in a few minutes. Stay there. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Telling you what you want to hear since 2015. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Time for the morning bell. Stephanie's out. She'll be back on Monday, but in her absence, we'll talk about the futures, which again are up. S&P 500 looks like it's going to top 5,000 again. If that happens, it would be the fifth week in a row on encouraging inflation knows. You know, they've, uh, they've revised down today the, uh, the inflation number from December. It was a 0.3% month, monthly rise, month over month, and they've revised that down to 0.2%. Uh, largely on the back of lower energy and, and uh, food prices. But the core didn't change at all. The, coo- the core didn't change at all. Treasury yields traded lower. January CPI figures are going to be due next week. We'll see how the uh, the cost of living is next week. You know what's driving all this, though? Um, Hannah's going to love this. Stephanie's going to just, oh, my gosh, she's so excited when she, NVIDIA, Alphabet, that's Google, Microsoft, they're the ones pushing the markets higher. It's the tech that's pushing the markets higher really is awesome yeah um so then there's been reasonable earnings across the board the question is do you ever get if you're investing maybe you're you know putting a little bit in each month out of your paycheck into some kind of a retirement plan do you ever wonder like man i'm putting it in that this it's the market's really high it's not going to just go higher and higher forever uh i guess that's where that dollar cost averaging that old theory comes in i don't know that's not investment advice it's a question is that still in vogue Dollar cost averaging, John. Is that still what they're what the experts are talking about? I haven't. I guess you know. Yeah. You talk to your your marketing. I yeah. mean, your financial investor person. God, yeah. look at look at the month we've had for the S and P. It's crazy. So you know, you know, the psychologic part of this is like, wow, things are so good. I want to get in on it. On the other hand, uh, if you're if you're sort of a glass half empty, you're like, oh, man, if I buy now, oh, it happens when it falls. But I guess over the years, every stock, you know, every wealth management person, every on-air person, CNBC people, it seems like almost all of them say, if you try to, to, to time the market, boy, that's risky business, you know. So I don't know. Um, but it's good to see that um, things are looking up in the markets. It's interesting, you know. Biden talks about the market, and he used to criticize Trump about the market. Oh, it's not just about the market. It's about the economy. And yet Biden's people, some of them are out there doing that as well. So inflation December was lower. Um, do you know what the number one resume mistake is? For those of you who are looking at the job market, maybe may, maybe looking at a, at, a, uh, at a change. Do you know what that is? The number one resume mistake. Yeah. Um, is it... Not putting your name on it. <laughs> yeah. Don't, yeah, you, you, you don't want to write, you don't want to basically write a glorified what you're going to do and how you're going to make things for this company go. You don't want to, 
the cover letter. Right, the cover letter. That's the yeah, that's the thing. Um, so you shouldn't do a cover letter? You don't letter? want to give Miss America answers. Oh. Don't give Miss America answers. The ones you'd imagine hearing in a pageant. In other words, don't try to second guess what they're thinking and what they want to hear. Just I, I'm reading that as be authentic, right? Just be authentic. Um, so, anyway. Uh, the market, the, the job market's interesting, though. You know, unemployment's down, but yet when you when you dive into the jobs numbers and i did that again this week and i looked at them a lot of the jobs that have been created are part-time jobs part-time jobs that people are having to pick up as a second yes, job there you yeah. go to pay their student loan debt because joe won't forgive it all right yeah which is pretty rude of him but whatever <laughs> no why? now he's had a rough couple of days give him a break <laughs> oh yeah 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 it's been tough and f- before anyone writes me hate mail i my tongue too is late. in my cheek well yeah that yeah, too i know I, I took a lot of heat over the student loan stuff and it my whole thing is it's just frustrating when you're told it's going to happen and then it doesn't that's my only thing so I've been hearing, I've been reading this text line about uh, Casey Donahue at the Blue Note, and he was good, but he was entertaining him. Who's Casey Donahue? <laughs> oh, what? You mean you don't know who Casey Donahue is? I what? Oh my gosh! Oh, oh, Rebecca. I wonder if Rebecca's from Sunnybrook Farms. Rebecca texts Ernest Hemingway supposedly loved absinthe. There you go. <laughs> Hey, make sure that you uh, check out kws.com and 939theeagle.com about the upper, upcoming Swiss trip. Uh, we'd we'll love to see you on that. When we come back, winners and losers, get yours ready. Watch the gang on our Facebook or YouTube channel. Find us at Wake Up Bid Missouri. Now for nominees for the winners and losers of the week. It's that time when we talk about the winners and the losers of the week. I hope that you'll weigh in with yours, 573-874-9390. Call or text, and we will do that. Um, let's start with uh, John Marsh. John Marsh, winner and loser nomination. I've got a winner and a pack of losers. How's that sound? Okay, I'm ready. My winner is uh, $62 million anonymous donate, uh, donation to uh, Mizzou Athletics, which is going to fund some major renovations to Memorial Stadium. So oh, that's thanks good. off to that Tiger alum. And I bet you can guess who our pack of uh, losers are, our pro-Palestinian protesters who took over an event in downtown Jefferson City. Yep. Even accosting Mayor Ron Fitzwater of Jefferson City, and one yep. of them tried to wrestle Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft to the ground, and w- worse, called Jen Bukowski names and yeah. lived to tell about it. That's so. ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that is the first time that's happened. Yeah, there's Mike Murphy. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, yeah, I, 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 I will double down on that and triple down on that, and. Uh, you know, I, I have to hand it to Jay Ashcroft. He did, he was no uh, wilting lily there. I mean, he fought back on that guy that accosted him. You he know? didn't want to go down. No, no. I don't blame well, him. After his, after his uh, getting swatted at home a few weeks ago, <laughs> yeah. I think Jay probably a little tense. Public, yeah. public life nowadays. No, no walk in the park. Unbelievable. Hannah, how about you? Uh, my winner of the week, it's a large group of folks, but the Swifties... <laughs> <laughs> because they are trying really hard 
to find anything that's like a wink uh, in the fandom. You know, Taylor Swift is notorious for her Easter eggs, meaning she's always dropping little hints in things as to maybe what the next release is going to be uh-huh. or big projects she's working on, things like that. Um, but there are lots of different theories about the number 13 and how it relates to the Super Bowl. Um, 13, of course, being Taylor Swift's like lucky number. Um, in her younger years, uh-huh. she would draw the number on the back of her hand for her concerts and things like that. And it's kind of become a symbol of the Swifty movement. Um, but things like it's Super Bowl 58 and 5 plus 8 equals... Randy? Yeah. <laughs> five plus eight equals. I have to get, well, I'm a young pup. You know, I identify as a 25 year old. Brian Hansen and I both identify as 25 year olds. So I have to get out. A, do you have a cash register or a calculator around? Okay, All right, 13. So, go ahead. 13. Yeah, Super Bowl 58. 13. Five plus eight is 13. Oh, my gosh. You're, you're, um, st- you're reaching on this one. No, this is not me. I'm reading a list off the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, the date of the Super Bowl, February 11th. So the second month and the 11th day, 11th day is. Thirteen. Yeah, thirteen. Okay. Here you go. I didn't want to say it, but you made me. This will be the thirteenth NFL game that Taylor Swift has attended. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> the the Chiefs are playing the Forty ers Four plus nine equals. Okay. All right. I thirteen. Yes. Uh, you're making me say this. You're shaming me into it. <laughs> um, the Forty ers are the number one seed in the NFC, and okay. the Chiefs are the three seed in the AFC. Oh. <laughs> Uh, Taylor Swift, of course, has been performing in Tokyo this week on her Eras tour, and she will be flying back to Vegas. Um, And the flight from Tokyo to Vegas is 13 hours. Wow. So I saw a clip, and someone's like, and the 49ers still think they might win? (laughs) It's sort of all the stars aligning. Now, are you a, do you self identify as a Swifty? A casual one. Oh. Talk about hedge your bets. You don't want to throw all in on that, eh? Uh, I really liked, when I was growing up, her first stuff when she was country. Uh, I've started listening to her music more lately, of course. But, I don't know, I wasn't dropping thousands to go see her on the Eras tour or anything like that. I have a different opinion of her after my wife talked about, about... an interview with her mother that says she has a, she had or still does have a insecurity problem and you know and and has overcome that to be i mean of course a lot of a lot of big stars look at johnny carson in the old days right was mm-hmm. an introvert and so a lot of people are like that i guess that are performers but apparently i mean she grew up out of nothing right basically so yeah just a girl from philly yeah that's great that's this great. whole deal my takeaway in this thing is sort of sounding like a six degrees of travis kelsey or something yeah. that we're working on <laughs> <laughs> it'll be interesting to see i'm I, I i'm fascinated by the stuff that goes on around the super bowl and of course this uh, this year the travis and taylor story will be interesting mike murphy your winner did you do a loser yeah you did loser right did you hannah um i didn't do a loser would you please um 
You put me on the spot, Think about it. Mike Murphy? I don't have any losers. I'm pulling a Houseworth here. (laughs) No losers. Oh, you are. I would come in with, usually I'd come in with plenty. I don't have any losers, but I got some winners. How about about Gary Pinkle, uh, Mizzou coach, Hall of Famer, Columbia resident, named to the college football playoff selection committee. So that's that's really cool. I like that. Uh, Rhonda Parton is a senior executive at Boone Health. For 41 years, she has worked there. She's retiring in May. She's the executive director of Provincial. Provider and ambulatory services. She was the executive director of operations. 41 years and going into retirement. Wow. And here's an unusual one. These people get no love at all. The City of Columbia's Planning and Zoning Commission. <laughs> they they ride herd over the uh, Unified uh, Building Code, which is one of the least popular things. They say no to a lot of people, but they were responsible basically after two years of work and many, many, many meetings and data gathering of getting these short-term, putting together the short-term rental ordinance Mm -hmm. that finally got passed by the city council. City council messed it up a little, but by and large, it's a great victory to get this thing on the books because Columbia continuing to ride with those things operating outside of the law was getting ridiculous. And uh, that's a big accomplishment for the city and a lot of work and a lot of kudos should go that planning and zoning committee. And I, and I get the sense you think it's a fairly reasonable ordinance, Yeah, right? I, I do. I, I, fair, fair. I thought it was a great ordinance till yeah. till the mayor got her hands on it, uh, but that's another story. She only messed it up a little bit. It's still quite acceptable. I think everybody's kind of looking at this as, wh- unless you're a few of the realtors or the short-term uh, rental owners who are really getting gored in this thing, there's a few of them. How are they getting gored? If you are an investor owner who you went into a residential neighborhood and bought a home for the purpose of turning it into an Airbnb, you're likely going to be out of business. Now, if you own an Airbnb in the original model, uh, you rent out a room in your house, uh, you rent out a part of your garage, you rent out a part of your basement, you're all good. You're going to have to get registered, uh, mm-hmm. license, pay some fees, uh, follow some But if regulations. you're an investor and that's the sole right. purpose, if, yeah, why is correct. that? What about the ordinance does it? Uh, well, that's the essence of the ordinance is they're going to prohibit an investor if you don't live in the house. I see. Uh, because they don't there. want people going into neighborhoods and buying residential homes basically, and operating a business. Basically, single single family home, uh, correct. hotel. <laughs> correct. It was a commercial enterprise in a, in a residential neighborhood, plus it's pulling single family home stock off the market where there isn't enough of it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. Uh, my losers, I think, uh, parallel yours, John. I mean, the, the the APEC protesters down there didn't do anything to advance their cause. I mean, there's nothing wrong with a with a vigorous vocal protest, but when you start getting physical, um, I think you just don't help your cause. And uh, you know, without regard to who's right and who's wrong, boy, that's just not good news. And when you start got arrested. Yep. When you start messing with people and touching them and getting in their way and nope. blocking the way to an entrance, that's a non-starter. You know, who my winner of the week is. Billy Joel. That cool. got your attention, didn't it? Cool. Yeah. Long Billy time Joel coming we, on a new tune. We watched. We watched that and at the end of the Grammys. Billy Joel. Apparently, Wait, who know, is this guy? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know. Who Billy I know Joel you need is. more sleep, so that's why you I'm know, talking about. You know, this microphone smells like a beer. <laughs> Billy Joel. Uh, you know, he had his drug problems and mm-hmm. alcohol problems, and was in rehab back in what early 2000s, and and he'd checked out of the music scene for a while. Uh, almost went broke, or did go broke? Yep. Came back. And then he's been encouraged. He's been out of the business for a while. And then he was encouraged to get back into it. And it took some cajoling, apparently, from associates and writers and so forth. And this song, Turn the Lights Back On, was written as a love ballad, but it serves as a song about how he hasn't released a a few in in the past few years, uh, released anything. 
and and the the lyrics I think hearken to maybe um, romances that have the lights have flickered out a little bit and potentially professionally you might have lost a little bit there. Um, please open the door. Nothing's different. We've we've been here before, pacing the halls, trying to talk. Laughs at the portraits that we've become, stuck in a frame, unable to change. I was wrong. I'm late, but I'm here right now. Um, though I used to be romantic, I forgot somehow. Time can make you blind, but I see you now. As we're laying in the darkness, did I wait too long to turn the lights back on? It's a poignant song. It's nice. So, um, cheers for Jilly, Billy Joel. Man, the guy is hes an icon. He's a fabulous musician, fabulous performer, and he's making a comeback. We're glad about that. When we come back, we want to remind you about the Chili Cook-Off. We're going to talk with uh, someone from that organization. That's tomorrow morning. John Marsh is going to be involved in that as well. Don't forget the American uh, Heart Association's Mid-Missouri uh, Heart Ball is tomorrow evening, too. So there's lots of opportunity to help your community by uh, going to one or more of these events. Be back in a minute. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri. This is Mid-Missouri's official talk show. Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Official talk show. What does that even mean? Official. Hey, thanks for being with us all day and all week, all the time. We appreciate that. Make sure you stay tuned for Gary Nolan and uh, Brian Hansen standing by. He was telling me he's... uh, He's going to be. They're going to be making predictions and taking bets on the game. Is that right, Brian? Going to be taking right bets on the game? No, I'm kidding you. Um, but I know Brian's an avid Chiefs fan, so I'm, I'm, they'll probably be talking a little bit about that, and I'm certainly about the SCOTUS hearings yesterday and other stuff. I love listening to Gary and, and Brian as they talk it up every day. Um, thank you all for texting as well. We had uh, people texting about their favorite foods: Doritos, chili, cheese, and crackers. Little Smokies Hawaiian bread with the center hollowed out. Doritos, chili, cheese, and crackers. Chili. I'm thinking chili, John Marsh. Let's talk a little chili. I think we should. We've got Mike Rhino in with us from Jefferson City's Navy Club Ship 5. And this is a Super Bowl Saturday tradition, Mike, going back how long? The big chili cook-off at the American Legion in Jefferson City. Um, The Navy Club had their first chili cook-off, I believe it was in 1987. Uh, that's uh, quite a while ago. I wasn't there, so that's, it was quite a while ago. You're still on active duty. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was. What branch were you in, Mike? I was in the Navy. Wow. Well, thanks, man. Thanks for your service. Really, it's a it's a huge, huge commitment, and uh, and for a family too. Well, that's that's fabulous. We ought to uh, tell us a little bit about that service. Um, I was in for almost 16 years. Mm. I was stationed on uh, a minesweeper, one of the smallest. Uh, ships wow. that the navy has i was also on a carrier for for four years so a minesweeper yeah. that sounds like one of the so let me guess the small one of the smaller ships probably one yes, of the sir. most treacherous ships to ships to be on too right <laughs> well it rocked a little bit and not too heavy seas <laughs> oh so, boy uh, i'm telling you i experienced quite a bit of seasickness there wow holy cow <laughs> so you're keeping an eye on what's going on over in the red sea i'll bet right with all of the, the the naval presence we have over in the mediterranean as well you know i mean all of that going on. yeah yeah my 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 heart and my thoughts go out to those guys that are out there in the in the red sea right now Staying on the watch. So, so if listeners want to uh, get a little pre-Super Bowl tasting and sampling of some chili and the various uh, offerings there, well, how's that all work tomorrow? 
Oh, absolutely. Uh, the Navy Club, Ship 5 of Jefferson City, is holding their annual Navy Club chili cook-off tomorrow at the American Legion at 1423 Tanner Bridge Road. Um, and if you come out, we're open to the public from 11 to 1. And we'll have sampling of the contestants' chili. Uh, should have several several entries, we're hoping. And we'll also have our house chili. We'll have chili and hot dogs uh, for the public. It's all you can eat for $6 a person, $3 a child under 12. Come out for a couple hours, have a good time. Talk to us about Camp Quality, who the the funds raise goes for. Right. We do this to benefit Camp Quality. Camp Quality is a camp here in uh, central Missouri for children with cancer. Uh, not just the child, but there's, quote, an attendant that goes with the child. Mm. Uh, and that uh, gives the child a, a chance for a week to enjoy um, being at camp. The attendant, of course, there is to make sure the child has all the, the proper uh, care that they need while they're there. And generally the the cost of the child includes the attendant so yeah so how many children can you support with an event like this our goal each year has been to support one child Mm -hmm. uh for the summer or for a week at camp and sometimes we make two but our goal is one well that's we we hope to do everything we can yeah how's the weather looking tomorrow i haven't uh haven't seen that we're gonna be okay Partly cloudy and a high of 50, so oh, I think that that's not bad for February. We yeah. have worse ones, haven't we, Mike? Yes, we have. We've been out trying to salt the driveway and parking <laughs> lot. <laughs> well, I, there's some talk of some snow, but I think, isn't that a little southern, a little south of us? Or I, I think wrong? they're talking that for potentially overnight Sunday into oh. our morning drive oh, on okay. Monday. So that won't bother us at all. Well, that'll be great, and partly cloudy. And then Mike, I, a question that we always ask you every year. Uh-huh. What, one... What makes a good chili? And two, what's the weirdest thing anybody's put in their chili? Well, I, like I said before, we've, we've gotten rid of the hottest chili category because if sometimes that just killed the rest of the day. Uh, <laughs> and some of the judges. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, chili, chili is a different thing to a lot of people. It can be meat, no meat, or no beans, beans. It can be, it can be beef, chicken. Turkey, roadkill, squirrel—you never know. <laughs> it's just there's a, a there's a lot of different chili recipes, and this is a good opportunity to try some. I've I've had some I've had some sweet chili out there, which surprised me at how flavorful it was and how much I liked it. I'm not a didn't think I was a big sweet chili fan, but it wasn't bad. It's a good opportunity though to try different things. Hey, now you know in, in these days when everyone's being asked to do. Uh, DEI and, you know, everything and climate change. Climate change is everywhere. Um, are you thinking maybe you might be coerced by the government sometime <laughs> to do away with gas, with, uh, with, uh, with beans because of all the methane that could be created? I mean, you well, know, I'm just saying. Yeah, I never had that problem yet here. Uh, people go home and I don't know what happens there. I don't ask, so. <laughs> you might have to, you might have, you might be asked to have a carbon capture device yeah. sometime at the next chili cookoff. That'd be something else on the have side, Mike. Side. Yeah, you charge them, charge them six bucks to get in and get, get, get a carbon, carbon credit. That's it. Carbon credits. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Those people that have the beans in their chili have to pay a surcharge. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I, can you believe we're actually, I mean, there are people that actually are talking about this with our domestic animals and everything. Oh, that's crazy. Uh, one final question before we let you go. Um, 
your name is Mike Rhino, but it's yes, not sir. spelled R-I-N-O. No. Right? Yeah. No. Got to make it clear on that, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> As we like thing. to we point out to Mike, a rhino in name only. Yeah. <laughs> Polit- politically handicapped here. <laughs> uh, what kind of, so what, what, uh, what ancestry is Rhino? That's an interesting name. Um, that's, that's something we were not real sure. Some say it's shortened from a, a French name, ah. uh, Renault or something like that. Ah. Okay. And some say it's a German name that's been shortened. Huh. I'm not sure yeah. what it is. I, I like, know there's an Irish or Celtic yeah. folk I'll take, hero way back. I'll take but, the French connection, and Joe Biden probably knew your great-great-great-grandfather. <laughs> I'm sure he did. <laughs> all right. Hey, thanks, Mike. All good luck tomorrow on the chili cook-off. Thank you. All Thank right, you. Take care. Hey, all have a great time. Make sure you go down there, eat some chili. It's for a great, great cause. And uh, say hi to John Morris. He'll be down there emceeing. John, Hannah. Bye-bye. Thanks, guys. Thanks, everyone. See ya. See ya.